0: michigan gt is coming at you
1: greetings
0: gamers welcome to episode 23, 23 of the michigan gt podcast
1: i was right for a change you were
0: right <laughs> Woo! oh just for me good job Red. <laughs> So what do we got in store tonight, Rick?
1: Uh, Well, we got a couple of interviews. We do.
0: Some very high-quality interviews. Oh, I do yeah. you say so myself? Yes. Right.
1: Uh, Super excited about both of them because, well, they're also part of the news. They are. Yeah, they also are part of the news. So we, we're going to have Isaiah, uh, who yep. is
0: a tournament organizer that works alongside of Privateer Press.
1: Yep, for he, War Machines. He runs a lot
0: of the War Machine events. Super nice guy. I think you're going to get a lot out of what he has to share. And then we're gonna follow that up with a very awesome interview with two of oh, my, oh yeah, two of my favorite people in the hobby industry, which are Kat and Caleb out of CK, CK Studios. CK Studios, right? Couple really high quality individuals. Uh, I thought it was a great conversation. I hope you did too, Rick. And, oh, I had a and blast I'm with pretty it. sure you listeners out there are gonna <laughs> enjoy what you're about to hear. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So it's gonna be a fun filled episode, uh, full of us talking <laughs> doing and, what we do doing what we do a lot of talking but uh, yep. sit, sit back and relax and, and enjoy the show and uh learn a couple things about some something that you might be able to do to help somebody else out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hang tight and we're going to be right back and we're going to jump right into the interviews with Isaiah from Privateer Press.
2: Modeling materials, special tools, paints and other resources for sculptors and painters who love creativity above all. Discover us at Green Stuff World.
0: All right, and welcome back. Uh, now we're going to enter the Dissecting the GT segment of the episode, and tonight we're going to be welcoming uh, the first of our two guests. This is Isaiah. Isaiah, how are you doing tonight?
3: Oh, Doing great, doing great. Enjoying the lovely Michigan weather,
0: can't complain. You know what? The last couple of days <laughs> have been lovely. Um, <laughs> the previous
3: week, not so much. It's all the same hey, to look. me.
0: It's still hey, too hot. Look, we
3: all know the rules. Wait, wait five minutes. It'll change. We all know that. Right. That's
0: true. That's true. Uh, I can handle the heat. It's the humidity that gets
1: me every day.
0: Right. Amen.
3: Right. Right. So Isaiah, you are
0: uh, one of our volunteers to help us run events at the GT. You specialize in the War Machine events, right? The Privateer Press War Machine hordes. Um, and you that are is correct. You are a TO
3: for Privateer Press, correct? Well, not so much for the company. We so essentially back in the day, they used to have a. Um, what can call press gangers, where we essentially for them, you know, go out, do demos. Sure, volunteer uh, representatives yep. of the company, yeah. Yep, absolutely, and after the whole, you know, magic judge mm-hmm. lawsuit thing, right. um, and there's some other internal issues, you know, the, the group got disbanded, but there's talks about it coming back with the new Mark IV edition of War oh, Machine coming out soon.
0: Great, I hope they can pull that off. It's always good to have those, you know, champions in the community who oh, are, wow. uh, you know, putting together events. And, you know, when they are compensated by the company that makes the games, it makes those events a lot more regular yes. and, you know, a lot, quote-unquote, official. Yeah, that's uh, oh, yeah. true.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been running events well before I even became a press ganger because, in honesty, for me, I don't care about getting stuff. Right, um, no, it's not, about, it's not it about
0: the getting stuff, though. It's about building oh, yeah. the community. You having, it's about that press ganger having that channel
4: to private yeah. Yeah. press
0: that allows you to get you know more information on FAQs, you know maybe tournament packets, those kind of things. That's what makes it really cool. It's not the not the fact that you're getting some yeah. swag for running events. I mean, who? Yeah, I mean it's a nice perk, yeah. but it's not the all well, end all. But what more? It's more that inside the inside communication that those type of people usually get with the company that they work with.
3: Absolutely, and you know one big thing about the cool thing about PP is that. You know, you don't even have to be, like, for us, Fresh like, if you actually just needed help for your store and you just reached out, they'll still send you stuff. Like, right. you don't have to be official. Like, you know, I've been doing nice. it for, for years, and I never cared about my title, but they're like, hey, you need stuff? We got you. You need some extra stuff here? We got you. Right. And, you know, it's always great to help out my community, and they always bug me about stuff, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I enjoy it.
0: No, it's awesome. So how long have you been into War Machine Horns? Uh, since 2006. That's quite a while. So, I mean, 16, that's all right. Sixteen years, and that's fairly early <laughs> into the game. What did that hit? About oh uh,
3: uh, two? 2 well, Yep. Because they first came out in two thousand as a supplement for D anD D. So right, they initially it, it were D Yeah, Iron Kingdoms D twenty. D
0: twenty. Yeah, that's what it
3: was. Huh, right right yep.
0: It was originally like a... A, you know, using the D twenty yeah. system, and. Uh, yeah, because there was a bunch of things like Pathfinder sprouted from that uh-huh. as well. Yeah, you know, there was a number of things that, oh, yeah. that sprouted off of that. Yeah, and that's interesting. Oh, yeah, was, and then it kinda of turned into a tabletop war game out of that. That's that's super interesting.
3: Yeah. And then uh, when I, you know, got into it playing uh, my best friend, we both play games together. Mm-hmm. He found the game, he says, Hey, you wanna play this? you know, I'm like, All right, so you got two battle boxes, we flipped the coin or who gets what? Oh and, wow, you know, <laughs> rest, rest, rest is history, rest is history. That, that's <laughs> wow cool. right on. that's very flip cool. the
1: coin i like it
3: so how old were you oh man hold on you like an age
0: man yeah, i absolutely. was
3: i was 22 all
0: right yeah so i was 32 um, in that in that year so okay got a couple years on you
3: yep yep um and then oh, so you I get, didn't
1: know a thing about gaming
3: at No, why not? You're, you're <laughs> I still, mean, I was playing Magic the Gathering and D&D. Come cutting down trees <laughs> to keep your
0: house warm in Alaska is what you were doing <laughs> at that time. So, you know, you get into the game, you're 22 years old, you and your buddy start playing. So did you guys jump into the turn- tournament scene immediately or is that something that kind of evolved over time?
3: Um, no. So, like, so we're both very, so I'm usually a very casual player. And when I start to enjoy a game and start getting in the community, is when I make my decision mm-hmm. because if the community isn't worth me being a part of, you know, I I just have my fun with my friends and just call it a day. That makes sense. Um, but our community was tons of fun over at Pandemonium. Um, I built, I don't know how I built this repertoire with myself of you know someone who likes helping people, um, and I end up learning this surprisingly come a few years later where like some of the headwigs um, NPP. Knew who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt Wilson, who's been around the block in many different gaming communities, I'm doing art. Um, He knew who I was, and I'm like, How do you people know who I am? I'm just (laughs) some little guy who just likes to run stuff, and if people love it, you know what? I'll take over and I'll be the guy. I'll be the unselfish guy. Like, let's have fun. I'll buy you some battle boxes or I'll get things going. And uh, after a while, you know, I enjoyed it so much. I was like, You know, I want to be a little bit better at this game. You know, let's play a little bit more. And I started traveling, meeting new people, and the community has been fantastic since then
0: that's right awesome on. yeah very cool on uh, nice and organic way to get into the community that's yep those usually are the guys that make the best you know community champions for sure oh absolutely that's fantastic so have you been running anything lately
3: oh yeah um so i have uh, my own little podcast called the minority port um we just got done running our own personal little invitational in memphis tennessee uh, called the siege invitational uh, it went off very well. That's a long um, we way, kinda way make from home very, for you. It is. Um, but, you know, we have guys fly out from everywhere. We had a couple guys brand new to it come out from Florida. We had some guys come in from New York. Uh, we had a few guys from California who couldn't make it, but we have people fly and travel all over for our event. And we make it this very home thing, like, on Friday. Um, my guy, One of my guy's parents, um, him and his wife, cook. So, like, we make it this at-home community thing So with barbecue. Everyone's loving the food. We just talk shop to like 2, 3 o'clock in, in the morning playing games and just laughing the entire time.
0: Oh, it sounds like a lot That's of fun. That's the best way to do yeah, it. Absolutely.
3: Oh, so, yeah. So and then over the weekend, we have fun games. And, you know, it's even more fun times. So, right. well, we got to stream it. Uh, this is our second year hosting it. And, it's you know, we're learning every year, and it's, it's a blast.
0: Very cool. So, about how many people did you have come?
3: Uh, so, this year we had... 18, not counting everyone bringing their wives and everything along, which is becoming like a thing now. It's like right. the, the travel thing to do. Yeah. 18 players. Yep, our, yeah. we had a, our, our young rookie, who's 13, got to join in and hang out with us too. So it was was really cool.
0: That is great. Very cool. Congrats on the successful event. Thank you. So last year, was last year the first year you helped with the
3: GT? Uh, last year, obviously officially, officially. like I, I've, okay. I've always been behind the scenes helping out and I was like, all right, I guess since I'm always helping let me step my foot in here and, right. and help out. Yeah. Time <laughs> to step up. And we, we really appreciate that. We
0: appreciate all of our volunteers ex- extremely much. So last year being your first year as kind of the head guy for Warmahords, hordes, you know, what did you think of the event and what are you hoping to bring to this year's event based off of that?
3: Um, so it was tons of fun, you know, we, as always getting all these guys from all over for our qualifier event that happens on Saturday and then Sunday, we have our five man teams in which throughout the months, you can hear people try to make plans for, yeah, you right. know, try to get people together, you know, try to make sure you got that solid group, what type of weird thing people are going to try and play this year, um, and getting everyone together. Uh, this year, there's a lot of talk about, you know, both it being, the last qualifier, actually the official last qualifier for Mark III mm-hmm. um, for this edition before um, Warfare Weekend coming up a little later. Um, so there's a lot of people who want to come in and get their last points, push that in. Um, for some of our bigger names, it's going to be a little tight because we have a lot of guys, especially from Michigan, um, playing in the, the World Team Event up in Belgium, uh, which is the weekend after. Oh, so okay. I don't know if wow. some guys, they've already got some. Yeah, they've already got some spending like 2000 some dollars, right. you know, for the trip to voters so are like, we're not sure we can make the you know Michigan mm-hmm. GT this year. So I'm like, guys, you guys just got done spending a crap ton of money to make it the world. I'm not mad at you. Yeah,
0: right. No, that, that's for sure. I, I understand that. We're, we're we're having a similar issue with the uh, official Games Workshop yeah um, Games Day you know tournament in uh, Chicago the weekend after our event as well. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. there's a number right. of people that are you know choosing to go to that, which only will come around once every you know five or 10 years versus, you know, going picking something that's going to be there every year.
3: Absolutely. Um, but for us, you know, there's with the new edition coming along the way, um, there's a lot of hype right now. I have a lot of older guys who used to play mm-hmm. back when, when the edition changed. Right. Um, who Look, now plays other games. They're like, hey, you know, we see this new edition and we like the changes no are you gonna run some demo soon i'm like yep i'll run demo so soon i'll get this going you're by. hoping to you get
0: a lot of people to dip their toe back in
1: well i might have made yeah. a comment on the war machine hordes facebook group about that <laughs> actually <don't>. oh, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we've already so, isaiah and i've already talked a little all bit all right about awesome
0: <laughs> very cool you should definitely give it a try yep not quite my jam but i can it's understand why our, no jam. it's not no totally It's true. not
3: and it and I, told, and I tell everybody, even with every new edition, no matter it's, you know, War Machine, uh, 40K, and yeah. everything else. You know, with every new edition, there's always going to be change that, you know, we're we'll that people question. on. They're not sure if they'll like it. And I tell everybody, look, play X amount of games. Mm-hmm. Give it a fair shot. Right. If it's for you, stick with it. If it's not, there's tons of other games in the market. And, you know, I won't be mad as long as you give it a shot. Right. Yeah, give you give it an it. honest try. Yeah. Right.
0: No, I, I agree but, with that completely. I, I, you know, I've, I've run into some similar things with some of my friends with Age of Sigmar in the new edition. Yeah. You know, where they want to poo-poo it and that kind of thing. And it's like, well, you haven't even really given it a shot. Um, yeah. And I, I personally love the changes that were made, you know, to that game. And I, like, I'm sure you'll love a number of things that they're going to do with War Machine Hordes in the next edition, right? Mm-hmm. You know, generally... Once in a while, things, they make mistakes, you know. Every but, company right. does, yeah. But most of the time, every, no most one the time every time the core rules update, improvements are made. Yeah. In my experience, yep. the problem usually isn't with the core rules. It's with Army lists, Army special rules, that kind of thing. That's yeah. where things can get off the rails, uh, in my opinion.
3: And, yeah, and that was our big issue with Mark III. Um, like, the core rules, day, which everyone was like, that's fine. It's, you know, list designing and how things work from there and special rules. You know, and that's where some issues happen. And I I think the biggest thing for especially this new edition is for a lot of people they know that, you know, War Machine has a very big skew. Like there's a lot of models in this line. Mm-hmm. And you know they're they're taking the a lot of people call it a gamble that, you know, a lot of these old skews, you know, aren't gonna cross over to Mark Four. Which for a lot of people, you know, that's sad, but you know what? Either A they have to try and balance a thousand skews or they have to be you know, proactive, like, all right, you guys can keep a hundred, but everything else new that we're making to keep this game new and flowing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And you know, you, you have to make that decision.
0: Yeah. That happens sometimes. I mean, and I mean, that's not unheard of across other companies too, right? You know, that's, yeah. you know, again, that's not, that's nothing that's right. never been done before. And you are going to get <laughs> complainers. You're going to have the people who are upset about it and that kind of thing. And And that's fair to be upset. People don't like, missing out with their investment right they put a lot of money into it and they want to continue to use the toys now if war machine you know private press is smart about it what they'll do is like what some other companies that have done where they'll put out like legacy rules where you can still use those models for you know friendly games but they're just not tournament legal
3: so actually, there is. Um, they actually have two different formats: a limited where you get to play with all the old toys, mm-hmm. and then there's Prime where it's just the new stuff.
0: Right, and that'll that and that'll be in make... the tournament circuit because you can control yep. that, right? Like just like you're saying, exactly. you don't have to worry about balancing ten thousand different miniatures. Now we can you can focus on the top one thousand miniatures and actually make it work.
3: Yep, one hundred percent. So
1: Isaiah, how much do you know about the new models and the direction they're going? Uh without getting in trouble,
5: um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they
1: so I was gonna bring this up in the news. Um, they have a different direction they're going than uh, I think they're the first big company to do it this way.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to wait on uh. the news because I have no idea what about.
1: <laughs> I, I just I got one
0: question for you, I say, based on what
3: you've seen, do the jacks still skip leg day at the gym? Um. So I'm not sure if you've seen the new models, but they actually look a lot better. Okay. <laughs> like they actually feel much better proportionate, and the <laughs> I, look we all we've all made this joke yep. from day one, and you know what? After a while, we kind of got used to it. You know, so you it's know, like it's I, I understand, weird.
0: and you know, and, and, and I've just ne- I could never jump into the game personally because that I just could never get over that hump in my in the aesthetic.
1: Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> Like we, we will always make that joke. You know, it's, it's, it's the dying joke of the design. Sure. I mean, back yeah, you got this <laughs>
0: giant upper torso and these toothpicks that they're cruising around on. It's just skeleton legs. Right. Yeah, right. I always find <laughs> it um, comical.
3: Yeah, but no, they're, they're now switching over to 3d printing um, things. Um, and the reason for this change is, you know, the mold, they had deals molds overseas. Um, mm-hmm. That ultimately caused a huge issue where they essentially lost all their molds. So now they have to start from scratch, which is what they're doing with their 3D printing. Um, and it's all done in-house. So are, so they, you know, are handling... they
0: doing the 3D printing or are they lot selling yeah. the STL files?
3: They are not They are not selling the right. STL so, files. So they, they, doing... they have
0: bought industrial-sized 3D printers and are yep. mass printing the stuff. Very cool.
3: It's a Yep, and it also allows them to do this overseas so they can find companies who, who do produce as well so they'll you know work that out and they can send them files
0: and they don't have to worry about molds and all that jazz yeah yeah very interesting and i'm i'm i will be very curious to get my hands on them then and and kind of see what kind of resin that they're using to see how brittle they are because i know like when i 3d print stuff it's pretty brittle yeah and if i drop something something's gonna break (laughs) um which is why i I like to print a lot of bases (laughs) because they're
3: safe to print well, in luck, I will be having a bunch of the new models um, up at the GT because I will be allowed to showcase them. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah, people, hey, a, lot yeah. at, yeah. um, a lot of people bought them at Gen Con because they had battle boxes. And, oh, right um, on. They would, yep, So, uh, and then we got a few extra cool new stuff as well. Oh, so so this, I'll be this, bringing it up with me.
0: This release is really then right around the corner Then, if they were selling it at Gen
3: Con. Yeah. Yep. So, so when, well, so when they is they the actual on?
0: retail release?
3: Uh, so we have the the updated factions of the new faction called Orgoth, and then the old classic Signar faction will be happening in October. Um, so their starters will come out then,
0: right after the GT. Yes. So super cool. So you said the GT is the last qualifier for three O. So what yep. what are players qualifying for?
3: So um, St. Louis will be is what's called the Iron Gauntlet. Well, will be called the Iron Gauntlet, but it's Warfare Weekend. So essentially, it's the the end of the circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, you're qualifying to be, you know, well, top dog of the year. Uh, right. We had you have about 36, 36 players for the event. Um, we have a last chance qualifier that same day, and then I'm also running, well, helping to run um, team events mm-hmm. and other side, PP games. It, it's it's huge, tons of fun. Man, right. we are we're up till twenty four hours just playing games. Not sure,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I've heard there's some uh interesting War Machine events at conventions where they'll like do you know basically 24-7 games kind of thing, and you can rack up all kinds of points and that kind of thing during the weekend.
3: Oh, yeah. And then uh, they also have other games as well, um, like War for Weekend, the, the runner, main runner Gonzo, he also has um, MCP, Conquest, and some other things going on at the oh, same time okay. as well.
0: awesome. Uh, so is the new edition still going to be War Machine slash Hordes?
3: Uh, it will be now just War Machine.
0: Right. So it and is they, now
3: jet just the North silo.
0: And are they going to incorporate the horde stuff into that?
3: Yes. Okay. So it, it's all the same. It's just now it's not just saying war machine and horde. It's just war machine. Yeah, and
0: that makes sense. They probably sh- should have gone that route a long time ago. Probably agreed. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. This sounds really cool. So you said on Saturday at the GT, you're having a singles event.
3: Correct. That so will be our qualifier event for the last qualifier for St. this Louis. year. For St. Louis,
0: right. So what are your parameters for that event?
3: Uh, so it's pretty open, actually. It is a two-list, 75-point event. Um, you do not have to be painted. Um, and anything following follow the, the regular steamroller guidelines for list building. All right, one second here. Um,
0: I, I just want to make a, a, an official note that War Machine is the only event that we allow at the GT to not be fully painted. Correct. So, anyway, just wanted to state that.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, we're we're a little special snowflakes for yeah. other reasons. <laughs>
0: yeah, you guys got to work on that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. We're we're working on them. We love them to death. Yeah. Right uh, but that's all it. That's all it is for the for our massive event.
0: So you know, two no, no, li- You said two lists, seventy five points. So, uh, when the players yep. walk up to the table, do they get to choose which list they're going to use? Is that kind of the idea? Yep, so what it
3: is is that you're going to present your list to your opponent, they're mm-hmm. going to kind of see what you get, right? and then you're both going to secretly pick which list you're playing. I see.
0: Okay, so they're going to gonna see both of your lists, and then you pick what, oh, yeah. what which one of yours that you want to use based upon the two that you've seen of your opponent.
3: Yep, plus the terrain, you know, because you'll also see what table you're at. So right, the, right, right. The table layout may also matter.
0: All right, that's a cool idea. I like that concept quite a bit, actually. And then mm-hmm. on Sunday, we feature the Michigan Cup. Right? And the Michigan Cup is yep. a long-time running uh, event in the state of Michigan featuring five-player teams for a war machine. And this has been going actually even, I think, even longer than the GT itself has been. Really? Running. Yeah, it's been going for a while. Yeah, and yeah,
3: we've been running it for a while. Yeah,
0: like, and I think like the third year of the GT, uh, I think it was Bill McKibben who approached us and asked us if we would be interested in combining and yep. we are like, sure, let's do it. You know? And so the Michigan cup came to the Michigan GT and we've been together ever since, which is a great, that's pairing, awesome. in my opinion. Um, and so it, okay. So let's go over the rules for that one too, Isaiah. So that's five players per team. And then how right. how big are they also
3: 75 point lists? Yep. So um, the, the rules are the same. So again, you, each, you, all, you yourself are bringing two lists at 75 points again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happens here is a little different. So, Essentially, each team is going to ask each each team, uh, all their lists, so they can kind of look over and kind of see mentally how they want to try and get matchups going. Right. Um, then what happens at this point, um, you're going to handle hand this back. Then the captains are going to roll off. Uh, depending on who wins the roll, you'll either be putting out one of your lists first, or you get to be able to pick which tables you can set at. Okay. So once, so, once the rules are done, and then the team that has to put out a list first will put out one list. The other team will put out two lists. And then the team that put out the one list will then look and then will determine the matchup. So, you look at it, you're like, all right, so here are your two people. Do you have to face?
0: Oh, it's not the same player. You... So, they're, they're two different players that are putting up their one list to the one list.
3: Correct. I see. Mm. So, and then once, let's say, <laughs> Team A, who's picking between teams B's two lists, mm-hmm. they pick their list. So they got to put down first. Next team, they're going to pick which table they're going to be at. Then team B, who already has one list out, team A then puts out two lists. So then team B gets to pick between the two lists. You snake back and
0: forth. Sure. Yep. Excellent. That sounds very, very cool. And so if I'm correct on this, basically a team matches up to a team. So team A times five will play team B times five. Is that correct? correct? And And then the team with the overall best record for the event wins the cup.
1: Correct. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's
0: super cool. It's it's a great concept. I like it a lot. Excellent. So um, as of right now, do you know how many teams that you have signed up for the event?
3: Well, right now it's it's unknown only because, again, we're trying to figure out who's going with the WTC and who's not. I see. Um, Because a lot of our big names that usually show up for the cup are unsure if they can make it or not, and they're right. still trying
0: to no, figure
3: out money wise and everything. Right. So that's that's why this year it's it's a lot harder to figure out, sure. you know, sign, sure, it, sure. sign up right now. So, but we've been talking to everybody. We've been asking everybody who can make it, who can't, um, and we know, we're even getting a few guys, you know, coming up from all over. I got, I think I got three guys who are trying to make plans from Florida, um, and I got one of my friends from Germany who might be in town who oh, might be showing oh, up as wow. well. So That'd be
0: cool, right on. They, they might win furthest travel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be great. <laughs> It'll be
3: the first time you've done that.
0: Okay. Very cool. Well, hey, um, awesome, Isaiah. Well, I'm really excited to have you on board as, you know, one of our T.O.s. I know you do a great job. Um, and like I said, we're thrilled to have you at the Michigan GT helping out. Um, your efforts are very, very appreciated. And I'm looking very forward much. to actually, you know, seeing your tables full of players this year. It's going to be very cool.
1: And I'm looking oh, forward yeah, I'm, to my demo that you said you're going to give me. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to
0: squeeze Absolutely. that
1: in? Right? I, at some point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just can't be during my firefight uh, event. Right. Exactly.
3: Hey, we'll make it happen. I will make sure it happens. All right. We'll all right. Make sure it happens. Right. All
0: right. Hey, Isaiah, I think we'll <laughs> let you go at that. And we thank you very much for your time. And to all you uh, War Machine Hordes players out there, get your tickets now for the Michigan GT. They're on sale. Come and get them.
3: Absolutely, guys. We need you guys, more bodies, let's get some games in. All
0: right, thanks a lot man.
3: All right, thank you.
2: At Excelsior Games and Comics, we carry something for nearly every aspect of gaming. Board games, tabletop games, Magic the Gathering, collectible miniatures, role-playing games, and a wide variety of products from all the major gaming vendors. We pride ourselves on our personalized customer service, which is the core of our business. Our top priority is to keep our customers in mind with everything we do, from the playing space to the product selection in store and available for special order. We are growing our event calendars to support exciting events and tournaments for TCGs, leading with Magic the Gathering, board game nights with a large in-store lending library, RPG adventure nights on Wednesdays, as well as miniature tabletop games on Saturdays, ranging from sci-fi games with Warhammer 40K and Horus Heresy, Fantasy Genre with Parabellum Games Conquest, Superhero Fun with Atomic Mass Games, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Star Wars Legion, and Historicals from Warlord Games and Battlefront Games.
0: All right, everyone, welcome back. We're here for uh, part two of the Dissecting the GT segment, and for this segment, we have some special guests. Very special. Very special. (laughs) Kat and Caleb from CK Painting. Welcome, guys. Hi guys. Oh, and I guess it's actually CK Studios. I'm sorry. It's not CK. <laughs> I screwed up your name already. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. We've been doing this for a while now. Uh, you guys and I have known each other for, a, 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 what, three, four years now, I think?
6: Oh, yeah. This is what confuses me. Do we add in COVID years? Well... <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, as far as long as you've known each other, right? yes. Yeah, for
0: as long as we've known each other, right. i guess then that's like five. Yeah, because I guess we can say that we haven't seen each other as much as we would have liked because of COVID.
6: But yeah, exactly.
0: Right. So um, <laughs> you guys run the awesome CK Studios, which for any of our listeners out there who don't know it, well, actually, why don't you tell me what that is? Yeah. In your words, not mine.
5: Oh...
6: Go for it, Caleb.
4: There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, lot you guys put me on the spot. Uh, CK Studios. Um, gosh, uh, I guess we're. I did. <laughs> what tra- traveling? Traveling miniature paint instructors.
6: Yeah, uh, um, that's
4: a pretty uh, good, I guess,
5: pretty good
0: description. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think
6: that. I think ultimately we are gaming nerds who love to, to roam around and paint plastic dolls with other people.
0: That's a very good yep. mile high description of what you guys doing. What you guys are doing <laughs> now, I would I would say as a student of yours, I'll, I'll expand on this a little bit. Uh, what you guys are really doing is you're going out there, you're teaching incredibly awesome painting classes, teaching people how to airbrush heavily. I know you guys do some some. Um, mm-hmm what are we going to call it, Um, hand brushing as well. But it's mostly airbrush stuff. And you really go from, you know, starting concepts to very high level in a very short amount of time. Your classes are fantastic. I completely tell everyone I know that they need to take a class by you, Caleb, because you you are (laughs) just a fantastic instructor. Uh And you've taken my painting to another, just a whole other level just by taking a few classes from you. Uh, so anyone out there who has an opportunity to take a CK Studios class do so it's worth every penny.
6: No. And That's awesome.
0: Well, I mean it, it okay, it's awesome because you're awesome. I mean that and I'm just I'm just telling it like it is. And Well, it- it's way easier
6: for you to talk about us than us. So,
0: oh, I Very true. That. Yeah, very true. As, as you guys are, are, are humble people and don't like to toot your own horn. I mean, I get it. Um, and, and you, know, you know, taking painting classes like what you guys offer, you know, you're getting most of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're getting about 16 hours worth of instruction on that class over the course of a weekend. So it's, oh, yeah. it's really a crash course on really how to take your painting to the next level. And, you know, for mm-hmm. hobbyists out there like I am who put a lot of time into painting your miniatures over the course of the year, there's a huge return on investment in taking one of your guys' classes. You know, I, I use those skills all of the time, and I'm still reaping benefits from taking those classes.
5: Oh. That's
4: so cool. Well, yeah, that's definitely the goal. You know, when, when we started this, like, I, I guess, man, we're not counting COVID years, but like six years ago, non-COVID years, um, 10 years ago, 10 years ago man, crazy. <laughs> you know, when we started this, yeah, we were pretty well, I mean, we started off with, with regular brush classes when I was working with, uh, uh, WGC and, um, everything like that, but we found this this need in the hobby for airbrushing and airbrush instruction, just because, I mean, everybody goes through the the same ordeal when they decide to get an airbrush. You know, and you get online and there's just so much information out there. It becomes frustrating. And a lot of people get into that frustration point where they want to quit. Um, you know, then their friends don't want to use the airbrush. And what we found the airbrush to be, is such an incredible tool for miniature painting right. that it, it really opens up the hobby for for people that are really limited in painting time. Um, you know that's where we see mm-hmm. probably the biggest the biggest benefits
5: yeah. uh, oh, of sure. the
4: airbrushing thing. And it is a huge. You know, that's, it, that's, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was saying, and you know that that's the goal. That's what we're after. So you know we we have a large spread of classes. Um, probably the most popular one that we're probably the most well-known for is our 101 class, mm-hmm. which is just a, a basic class that's designed to uh, get students comfortable and confident with their own gear. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a, a, an interesting take on the class that we do because we do travel to areas uh, instead of having people come to us or go to a convention or something like that. Well, while we do do the convention class and stuff like that, but our, our weekender classes, uh, the bread and butter, I guess, for CK Studios. Uh, we have the students bring their gear in, and that way they they're learning on their gear, their stuff. And like you said, you you've, you've taken those skills home and put them to work. And that's what we want. Absolutely, uh, that's what we love hearing is is that, and that's our focus. And you know, we've expanded since then. Uh, I know that we haven't really gotten to talk and hang out for a bit, but. Since uh, since pretty much COVID hit, it got really difficult to do the traveling and everything, Seriously. obviously. Uh, we kind of teamed up with Games Workshop a bit, and um, we're going to their U.S. Open. And we're teaching a huge spread of classes there. They're much smaller, um, a lot more uh, limited in what we can teach, just because the time periods, anything from like a two-hour class to four- or five-hour class. Oh, that's um, Not... Yeah, not anything like the big sixteen hour. I mean, the sixteen hour, we really can teach people how to paint in sixteen hours.
0: Yes, you can. In,
4: in five hours, we're we're kind of getting the basics down. Um, so, but we're doing that, and then um, on top of that, we've been just kind of working on some other projects. Hopefully, we have some more things that can release soon. But we will be back teaching our weekender classes. Uh, we have one uh, we'll be announcing pretty soon. That'll be scheduled up for, uh, what is that, December 9th and 10th, if that's the weekend, it's a Saturday, Sunday, uh, down in uh, Los Angeles area.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So, I, I bet people are going to be very excited to get back in front of you in person.
4: Um, we are so excited to get back to the big weekender classes. There, I just – I love teaching them so much. This one will be the the one o two um I think we're kind of redefining it as the the large figure class so right. that uh, it doesn't confuse people thinking that they they have to take the one oh one to take the one o two like <laughs> every one of our classes are are designed to be standalone classes right yeah um, absolutely to, to where you. You can just attend. So right. if and, you ever get
3: a chance to see a CK Studio class, just jump in.
0: Right. And I've taken both of those, 101 and one, and the old 102, yep. now the the large creature or large miniature. And I would say I would describe the 101 as the confidence building class, right? Yeah, it, which
1: is the one that you talk, told me that right. I need to take. You do need to take yeah. that, Rick.
0: Um, and actually, I will take it again the next time they come around because All right. I feel that – I've maybe have gotten away with some of the, from some of the basics that oh, we taught sure. that I need to revisit and and sharpen myself back up on.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, I would say the 101 is the confidence builder, right? That it it takes it from it takes your airbrush from a priming tool <laughs> into a painting tool. You, you know what I'm saying? It makes sense, yeah. yeah. And then, but I'll say also though that my favorite class I've taken of theirs it's
1: the one hundred two was
0: the one hundred two, <laughs> uh, just because of the organic of, the organics of the model, right? Yeah, you're not painting yeah. a, a robot; you're painting something organic. Yeah, and I, I just really, mm-hmm. I really liked
1: that. I mean, that is your your niche. You like yeah, the organics. Yeah, yeah,
0: I do a lot of the Age of Sigmar stuff, which is yep. more organic than yep. than the machine forty k. Right. Yeah.
6: Well, that's it. Awesome. Does have a very fantasy appeal to to that class.
0: Right, it does. I mean, and you can—you don't have to do a fantasy model, but you know, uh-huh. it just—it kind of lends itself towards that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Kat, you mentioned a little bit offline that you have a charity project coming up.
6: I do, I do. We just launched it, and um, for the the friends we have in common, you know that Caleb and I have worked. Hand in hand for a very long time with Harder and Steenbeck Airbrush. Yes. And so when we're talking about our classes and stuff, that's who we prefer um, as a product line, and um, as uh, just because we've been working with airbrushes for so many years that we got um, into a partnership with Harder and Steenbeck after just really determining they were the products that we should be using in miniatures and this was years ago. Right. So about a year ago, I, I started working more directly with Harder and Steenbeck. And um, when everything happened in Ukraine, um, we had a bunch of artists as, as the working with Harder. We as a family at Harder have a bunch of artists that are in Ukraine because we're as an airbrush company, we're global and we're based out of Germany. Right. And so um, we started moving supplies to the border and people in from the border back into Germany almost immediately. Did as much as we possibly could and kind of associated ourselves up with um, a couple of guys that were kind of doing this um, very rapid kind of put together relief effort and um, we helped them kind of build out a fleet of vans and they were taking as much supply as they could up to the borders and bring as many people as they could back for as long as they could. And um, all of our artists. That is really cool.
0: That is great.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, and then we really became, I immediately, because I do the social media for Harder and Steenback, um I talk in the background to all of our artists as much as possible. One, it was just really uncanny that about a year ago, I had become really close with an artist in Ukraine and her studio. And every single day I go to find her inspirational posts because she just, oh, I just connected with this lovely person. Her name is Angela. Uh-huh. And, um, We had such an incredible connection. And when this happened, I was just devastated. I was up at 2.30 every morning just checking on her when everything started and and her family. Um, Come to find out, she couldn't leave here. And um, she she needed to stay there for her family um, for various reasons. Um, health reasons and so they weren't able to leave so we've been doing as much as we possibly can to help her we have a shop piece though that we were that just sells our products out of their art store
5: mm-hmm.
6: um we were able to get her and her family extended family of 11 people out of kids we brought them into hamburg where our airbrush factory is and um house them got their kids back in school, are employing them at the factory, doing that kind of thing. And we've been mobilizing as many people out of there and doing the same thing as we possibly can.
0: That's just amazing. This, that is so oh, so great.
6: It's, it's just been months and months of intense effort at the factory. And then in the meantime, we decided, it, it was all hands-on. It's one of those things that's like, we're a small company. What can we do? What, what, what can we do as people? What, as a group of people together that work together, what do we have available to us? Well, we can make an airbrush. That's right. what we do. Right. Let's make an airbrush. <laughs> so we as a group of people have done, we basically on the shut off our factory, refigures the factory to push out an airbrush that we can, uh, Raise as absolutely as much money as we possibly can um, over like the next six weeks before we really need to put our factory back into operating order sure. um, for us. Um, but the the project is going to go um, directly into helping the guys that started their campaign, and we're working directly with them. So we have a complete visual on where our funds will go, and we have complete ownership and directive over where they will go at the other end as well. Oh, wow. So all of our funds are, yeah, so we have just complete control over this whole, um, it's secure, it's safe, and, we, and right. we get to directly affect the people that we want to do this way. Right. So we are going to be um, funding a children's hospital that Angela, my artist friend that's there, she, um, prior to the situation in Ukraine, had painted the children's cancer ward, had airbrushed all of the murals in there. Oh, that's awesome. And Yeah, so she's really involved in that that hospital. Her son is high-level autistic. Okay. And so um, she's really involved in the children's hospital and care there. And so we have chosen a specific hospital that we are going to work with and donate our funds to, along with helping the movement of the artists that are left there that want to get back there that need to rebuild. Sure. Um, We'll save some money aside for them. We're directly going to do as much as we can to help Angela and her family rebuild. They weren't able to leave. She needs to rebuild her studio and everything else. Oh man. Um, So it's, it's, it's our effort. It's our effort in looking at what can we as people do as a group of people do. And we're kind of around the world as a group of people too, that work together. And this is, what we have to offer. Now we need help from everybody that possibly would get on board to help us get the right. word out. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And
0: we're 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 the, we are yeah. honored <laughs> to help you get the word out. Absolutely. So
6: I oh, appreciate Yeah.
0: It. Explain a little bit more about the fundraiser. Like like I, I, we understand now obviously where the funds are going. So what are yeah. what, are you just donating or are we are
6: we buying an airbrush or Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's such a great question. So we actually have put together a really special set of airbrushes. Okay. Um, We decided instead of just going out and asking people for donations Mm -hmm. to work with Angela, um, it was kind of a multi pronged effort. It gave her an opportunity to be artistic again and kind of free life into something. And it um, really gave her an opportunity to do something. So this is just kind of an absolutely beautiful project for so many reasons. The airbrushes themselves have art designed by Angela on them. Um, They are what we consider internally um, the wings of hope and that's our message with these. Um, So they're engraved with art that she created for them, their wings, and they have her signature on them. They are the most beautiful colors of pink and purple. Um, The entire inside of the airbrush to the theme of Angela believes even in all this strife that there is a heart of gold in everybody and in every movement and every moment and we completely plated the inside of these airbrushes in gold every small detail of these airbrushes is plated in gold wow um on the inside yeah I I might be scared to use it, right? Actually, gold is such a a great actual metal to be using with with this. We just don't, most people can't do that. Right. And then we price pointed it well below what our normal entry points are for our normal Infinity, so that people will get an opportunity to own this. Okay. So it also has some upgrades to our normal Infinity, um, it has an aluminum based body and some parts of it, and it makes it really light. Um, yeah, that like, that well, you got to counter the gold, right? It. You
0: got to counter all that gold weight.
6: Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 and then um, it's, and then we also have a black one, so it's not just the pink one that's available. We have the black one. They both okay. have a story too. Why we did a colorful one and why we did a black and white one. So, um, and you can get. All the information, like all of Angela's story, every, uh, the reasons why we're doing this, the information is all online <clears throat> on our webpage that you can go to that also allows you the opportunity to make the purchase. Okay. We have already pre-made a bunch of airbrushes, so no one should be waiting more than a week to get them. It's a normal order directly out of factory from us. Amazing.
0: Um,
6: I say normal. We don't normally sell direct to public, right. but we're doing it for this project. That's
0: awesome. So they're coming from you, Kat? You're shipping from, them out? Okay.
6: From from Germany. From oh, from, Germany. So they're coming yeah. from
0: Germany. Okay. okay. Gotcha. From
6: Germany. Gotcha. Yeah. That is... I don't have – I haven't received a whole bunch of them yet. I may, though. We'll okay. See. Well, that but is, I don't, I wouldn't count on them. This
0: is, amazing. A, this is so, a truly awesome oh, yes. charity. Truly awesome.
6: Thank
4: yeah, you. I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at, I, I have a couple of free copies of it. Of course you no have. Uh, Why wouldn't you? The, the, the first thing I did when I got them, I, I do this, um, <laughs> I started taking the brush apart, right? Uh-huh. Because I just want to see everything going on with yep. it. and One of the things that, that I don't know if Harden Steenbeck's ne- necessarily talking about it. Me personally, CK Studios, Caleb Wissenbeck, is super excited about it. Is mm-hmm. Those of you that have taken my classes and we've talked about the Right. Um, we have a special way we have to clean them, and you need to pull the needle out of the front. Right. Yeah. And we talk about why with it being that the color cup seal. And that's the seal that keeps the paint color um, out of the internals of the brush pretty much where the trigger assembly and everything is. Well, uh, in the hardened steam back, it's back about six millimeters back from the front of the color cup. And on these new brushes, they have moved that color cup seal forward and it's right behind the color cup now, Oh, which I didn't know if it was possible, but they've actually, increase the performance of the Harder and Steenbeck, uh, (laughs) this brush. It it will actually, don't quote me on that. It's my feeling. It's my personal feeling. I feel that it, the, the, the needle stability with that seal being moved forward has just made this such an incredible brush. So I'm super excited about this. Um, I, I, I just sit here and my favorite one is the black and. The black and blue one. Of course ones. it is. Okay. Yeah,
3: of course it uh, is.
4: You know me; I'm a sucker for the, the black brushes. Right. It's but got, with that will look dark and cool, the,
0: with,
4: right? Yeah, and I mean, and I'm looking at right here, and I'm like looking at little details, and you know they've got the little quick adjust on the back of it, and I'm looking, at it and I'm like, oh, it's all inscribed at the back of the. <laughs> click. And every time I look at the brush, I'm finding little details that Mm and Steinbeck put into this brush. It really is a work of art. Like you could buy this brush just as a collector. If you just want to be a collector to collect brushes, this would be a brush worth getting just for that. But uh, I'm super excited for the performance gains of it also. Right.
0: And, to, not to be a complete shill
4: here,
0: because <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm kind of a CK Studio shill. Um, a little? Well, a little bit. So I now also use the Harder and Steenbeck brushes be- because of Caleb know, he came. Yeah. He showed <laughs> how incredibly awesome they were. I yep. tried his. I had to have one. Um, and now I have both the Evolution and the Infinity. Uh-huh. They're both fantastic. I prefer the Infinity over the Evolution, but...
1: Yeah, you kind of showed me a little bit on the airbrush, and I go home and I use my Neo, and I'm like, this doesn't do the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's not as fancy, (laughs) for sure. sure. So the (laughs) Harder and back, they're worth every penny. You know, it's a a very high-quality tool to use. Now, are these Infinity brushes? Is that what these are,
6: guys? They are.
0: Okay, fantastic.
6: We only did Infinity.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm going to be getting one, so you'll get at least one more, you know, for your, your oh, fundraiser, that's so, so.
5: Awesome. I, I can't Yay. I can't
0: resist.
6: Oh, and I should tell you then that for what we're donating, we are literally donating every bit of this except for the basic basic operating costs. We need to keep the lights on, kind of thing. That's
0: so, really cool. That's, yeah. That yeah yeah, that's exceptional. And kudos yeah. to Harder and Steenbeck and everyone who's working on this project. Everybody to, involved, yeah. You know, to really, oh yeah, they make the most of this, uh, you know, of people's, you know, charitable giving, which is really cool. And, yeah. and and I also thought it was extremely awesome how much control you guys have mm-hmm. over the dollars and where they're going. Yep. Because you always hear these yep. horror stories and these tragic incidents, you know, where. You know, such and such an organization was given, you know, $50 million, but only $1.2 million actually got to yeah. someone who needed help. You know, you always hear exactly. these, these horrible stories in that situation where people were so giving and then they just ended up getting taken advantage of. So it's super exactly. great to hear, you know, how how thorough you guys have been in your, in your research and getting things set up mm-hmm. to make sure that the maximum amount of money reaches the ones who truly need it. Yeah.
6: Yeah, and we got we got to work with these guys for months before we decided to try and push even further. And it was a lot of this was also born on their will and how hard they were fighting and they if they could do more, they just needed more money to do more. Yeah. And so that was what we decided we could try and fill that gap for them and then touch the people we can directly. So yeah, it's been, it's been an incredible opportunity, and I'm so appreciative that you're that you're as positive as you are about it, because it's, I think we're going to really affect some lives over there. It was so sad today, I just, not, I don't mean to bring sad into your story here, no. or into your podcast here, but there was a sad story about the children over there just today on the news, and um, the kids are really getting are just left behind over there, right. and so this is this is could not be timed better for exactly what's going on over there either. So yeah, we're in a hurry absolutely. to do as much as we possibly can as quickly as we can too. All right.
0: So any of you out there who uh, are interested in jumping in on this this awesome charity, uh, we'll have a link in the show notes on the yes. podcast so you can just go ahead and click right
1: on it. Yeah, I already blasted it out on Facebook <laughs> oh, <did you>? okay. <laughs> while they're talking. Yeah, I'm blasting yeah, out because wow, yeah,
0: you get it out there and yeah, um, it's, yeah. Truly, truly a great cause, and you're truly getting something awesome for your money, right? It's yeah, it's a complete yeah. win-win, I mean, it's it's a complete no matter win-win. what. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, so yeah,
6: and it'll it'll even have special packaging. Um, it's not it's gonna have packaging made by the artist. We'll um, have a card in there wow. about her, about the piece, and we are also at the end going to be auctioning off another art piece um, by her. Oh, very
0: cool! So um, right
6: on. Yeah, so yeah. So Excellent. we're we're gonna continue the effort. Keep an eye out on the page on our socials and stuff. But ab, ab, we yeah. absolutely will do it. And, yes. and
0: we'll make sure that we share it out on ours too. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, oh
6: that's more. wonderful. It's the least we can do to help. You.
0: It, it, yeah. You're rad. Thanks, Kat. I, I appreciate it. That. That's just not a word you, you hear too are. often anymore. <laughs> and, I, and I like We that used word. to hear it all the time. I know. Nineties <laughs> <90s> flashback. <laughs> Did I just age myself? No, you didn't. No. You're still twenty. No, you're 29. It's all good.
6: Exactly. 29 yeah. and a half, unfortunately. We have those COVID years in oh, there. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> they did age me at least <laughs> a half.
0: <laughs> you got away pretty good if you only age a half. during that whole thing. I think the rest of us yeah, have been about like, eight, eight four four nine. years. <laughs>
6: Uh, With with you guys doing the uh, Michigan GT this year? Yes, we are. Are you guys? Is this your first round back, or did you do one last
0: year? We soldiered up, and uh, we had it last year. We actually had a fantastic turnout last
1: year. Oh, yeah. New venue and everything.
5: Yeah,
0: we moved to a fancy venue. uh,
6: Ooh, right on. Beautiful
0: downtown Lansing on the river is pretty nice. Uh, The venue itself is actually Is that the river
6: we walk along?
0: no were,
6: know, that was more there?
0: that was more of a stream that you guys
2: <laughs> that you uh, guys
0: walked along okay uh no this is up in lansing uh, uh about 15 miles north of of where i'm at oh, okay yeah okay and uh yeah. yeah it was a great venue we had uh oh probably 700 people walk through the door so you know it was you know, for us that wow. was a really good year uh and we're hoping wow. hoping to match that this year uh we're competing against a couple other big events so i'm not quite sure if we'll White pull it off, but we'll get close. Uh, I'm Uh, I'm optimistic about that. Yep. Yep. And
6: uh, Uh, there's so much interest right now everywhere. There really is. Mm -hmm. But there's just, it's so exciting. And you guys, I mean, I've never heard anybody complain about having an. a bad experience at your event. Oh, it's so uh, it's thanks. always been.
1: That's awesome. Such here. a
6: good positive response. Yeah, they always have such a good time there. You're doing hobby classes and stuff, aren't you? Yes,
0: we are. We added hobby classes this year, uh, taught by Dave Taylor, uh, who I'm sure you guys know. Oh, you so, so lucky. Yeah, we're we're super excited. Yeah, to Dave coming to town. This is not something he normally does. I, I think he told me he no. has, he hasn't taught a class in like five or six years. Is what he said. Uh, so this is oh, a,
5: so Yeah,
0: it's a real, real special opportunity for people to actually get a chance to get in front of Dave and learn something oh from God. a man who really knows a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys were at Gen Con um, last week. Those those tables that he put together for Gen Con were amazing.
6: Yeah, he did one for us for GW even. Yeah, he, we had a yes, great massive table that he put together. Yeah, he did it. Oh my great gosh, he learned. So lucky! I'm so happy for everybody
0: because yeah, to, to take thank a class with him. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, a, a number of people recognize the opportunity that they have and, and make sure they it. get signed up. Right?
6: Oh gosh! I yeah, if we were if we weren't going to be busy, I'd go take a class with Are you kidding?
0: Well, you know that's right?
6: amazing.
0: You know, if you guys could get away from work, you could join uh, Todd from Table War. He's coming to our event and then driving over to Chicago for the event. You guys are going to be at the next week. I mean.
6: The, the one we're taking the yeah. next
0: week. Yeah. He's, he's going to be at both. So he figured since awesome. he's, he's flying in from Hawaii anyway, you might as well leave a couple of days early and hit us up on the way over there. We wouldn't you know, argue. We all, we
6: all need Todd's life of travel, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, he, he Dude, what a life! What a life! Yeah, he's I'm really, earned, he's I'm really, it. really trying to feel bad for him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, right. As what he's kicking t- 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 his feet up, drinking
0: a mai tai on the beaches of Hawaii.
6: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't happen to a
0: better guy. Absolutely true. Absolutely true.
2: Uh, so, <laughs>
0: so speaking of Todd and, and Table War, uh, we actually mm-hmm. one of the chair the, the charity that we support with the Michigan GT is Table War Charities. Uh, so we're, oh. we we are teamed up with them for for their charity, which is also a great cause supporting you know autism advocacy. Uh, we had him on a few episodes ago to share information about that. So listeners, if you're interested, look up a couple episodes ago. You'll see the table were mentioned, and you can learn all about it there. But one of the awesome things of doing a charity like that is we get some awesome artists like Caleb to donate items for the charity, and. Caleb we're looking forward to seeing what you're working on for the charity auction this year
4: yeah i'm um, i'm actually too, part of my projects that i have coming up for uh, the m- not the charity that you'll be doing at your event the mm-hmm. the giveaway but i'll be doing i i have an idea for what i'm going to do now i'm looking at one of my models that um, nice i've I, I think I found, I think I found the model that I want to uh, give you guys for it. Awesome. So I'm looking, I'm looking at my case of stuff right now and I'm like, yeah, I think I know what I want to send. So I have something pretty special. Um, but I'm also uh, doing the dust flea, whatever side of the, the necromunda. Oh, that, uh, stuff is, that
0: stuff is cool.
4: <clears throat> yeah. I'll be doing the, the, Dust flea side, so whatever those guys are called. Yeah, the, the um,
0: ash waste, the ash waste nomads, or whatever they're called.
4: Yeah, I'll be doing that for um, one of the the table war charity uh, raffle events, but I don't believe that one is scheduled until like November or December.
0: Is that the so the, it- the virtual? fundraiser he's doing yes okay
4: mm-hmm. yeah that yeah that's the virtual cool. one so
0: right yeah he's he was telling us he's got some interesting things lined up for that so I, I'll, I'll be interested oh, oh, oh in i
4: might have just i might have just spoiled it
0: oh i don't think you if he just said
4: interesting things oh i just spoiled it <laughs> um. yeah he was hey, I, I was just gonna say you, but it'll give you two opportunities to uh get some stuff from me
0: yeah absolutely i I'll be getting some tickets for absolutely sure. So the next big thing that you got lined up, Caleb, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh um, but I have heard rumors that you are going to be teaching a painting, a Titan class at one of the upcoming
4: GW events. Yes. So at the finale event or whatever, I, I guess they're calling it the finale event, right? Right, the season-ending event, the, yeah. the right. season-ending finals or something. Um, so for the, we mentioned earlier, we're working with Games Workshop doing their their open events, their US Opens, right. and the finale is is a really nice resort. It's this like kind of right. villa crazy really nice resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the, the guys that win in the tournament and stuff are all invited to play like a finals game, mm-hmm. but then they've got a huge narrative event that's open for the public to sign up for, to come play. Oh, and, okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, initially the idea was that we would just paint a Titan for like the final battle. And then we're like, that's, that's kind of cool. But you know, one of the benefits of working with, GW is we've always wanted to teach a Titan painting class. We have our, our one Oh three, the the night painting class and the night painting class is kind of based off of um, techniques that I developed actually painting Titans because they're so big. You got to figure out quick ways of painting them. Yes. And um, we kind of approached them about it and said, what would you guys think? I mean, you guys have all these, titans that are sitting in boxes can we teach on some and they they said yeah they think it's a great idea so uh what is a three-day class it's going to uh, compose of friday saturday and sunday um you will get the warlord titan pre assemble. It, it'll be in sub-assemblies, I think War, in sub-assemblies. War, War, warhound titan I, did i just say warlord yes you did Oh, man. I just,
0: you pulled you pull a cat on us. I, I,
4: I totally pulled a cat on you. Thank, thank you for correcting me.
0: <laughs> I just didn't want someone to have the wrong expectation if they signed up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Warhound, Warhound. Warhound yes. Titan. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you, you'll get a Warhound Titan. You're going to get a select amount of paint. Um, I have not put together the paint list yet, um, but it should be up or in the range of, I would say probably 20 paint. I'm gonna try to provide like every paint that we would use painting the model. Each student will get, they're gonna get a bunch of hobby gear with it, brushes and um, just whatever hobby products that Citadel offers that we can kind of introduce and roll into the class we're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to be co-teaching that, uh, we to be tag teaming it with Dan Osborne of, um, oh my goodness. What is his, uh, Dan? Yeah. But he, he has Dan Osborne art or if you just look up Dan Osborne, he's painting the Titan this year for the Nova charity oh, okay. foundation. Um, and he does a ton of like Knights and Titans and all that stuff, uh, on that board that Dave, uh, Painted for GW at Gen Con, um, the the Warhound Titan that was on it. That is that is one of the models that were was painted by Dan Osborne.
5: Very cool. Um, nice. And he's a
4: and he's a he he's a past student of ours an, an alumni of CK Studios. Right um, on. So he's got kind of, some
0: skill is what you're trying to say?
4: Um, yeah. yeah. He, so it, it's going to be a fantastic class. Um, the mm-hmm. goal is to we're going to try our darndest to. Actually, paint the entire Titan. Um, I, I I think it's doable. We yeah, uh, we, we built on. Sorry, I was gonna say it's doable.
0: It's doable. Yeah, I mean you, you gotta buckle down, but you guys can do it.
4: Yeah, we we painted Cat and I, We we built. We cleaned, built, assembled, and painted a Warhound at the um, Austin GT last year. So. Huh. And and we had it done in time to our – they they raffled it off at the end of the event. So we had it done in time to raffle off by like 5 o'clock on Sunday. That's sweet.
0: We had
6: freehand and everything. He's been really generous to say that I did a lot of that. (laughs) I was there (laughs) for more. You
1: just cheered? There's nothing wrong with that. I did a lot
6: of filing. I did a lot of Uh, filing. That actually – (laughs) that's a
0: lot Uh, of time. Yeah. Yeah, That's a lot of labor right there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, oh, so wow. are, that was that was so fun to watch. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So are you incorporating any airbrushing into this? I'm assuming you are because that's a lot of model to paint without an airbrush.
4: It is. Yes, it is.
0: So um are you <laughs> oh, guys yeah. are you providing the airbrushes for the class or do people are they expected yes. to paint their own? No.
4: No, no, we're going to provide all the airbrush. So now the airbrushes, they won't take home with it. Uh, Harder and Beck has, earned Steam has supplied a full set of airbrushes, compressors and gear for our games workshop classes to awesome. so any of the opens that we're at. Um, you get the opportunity to paint or, or the conventions, everything. Um, which that's kind of one of the neat things about this partnership that we have right now is, you know, they, they drive those big semi trucks to all of uh, to all of the events, yes, which means that our airbrushes are at all those events. So now we have a very right. broad um, ability to teach classes now at all the conventions we go to because we have a full a full load of airbrushes, compressors, right. and, and everything. And and every you, don't, and you don't have
0: to pack your hundred pound yeah. airbrush teaching bag either.
4: I still carry that around. Oh, do you? Uh,
0: okay.
4: Yeah, I I can't help it. It's it's, it's like a, you know, uh, it's like my my comfort uh, blanket, my comfort. Right.
0: Plastic. I get you, I get you. Yeah, you're you're Binky. I get you. You know, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh Rick and I did a tour down in the Detroit area at a yep. bunch of game stores to promote the GT, get posters up and that kind of thing and uh, one of our stops, uh, which, since you guys were here last, Michigan Toy Soldier is now a sponsor of our event. Uh-huh. And oh, I, I love telling that story about that first year you guys came <laughs> up here. And you're like, well, we need to do something before we go back to the airport. And I said, you guys need to go to Michigan Toy Soldier and check that out. Oh, God. Yeah, and Caleb, I remember you saying, yeah, I had to reshuffle all my baggage because my bag got overweight from all the books I bought down there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That store is so cool. Yeah, it's we a great
6: store. so much money there. Oh, my gosh. We both almost needed more luggage right. at home.
0: It, it, it's truly a fantastic store. <laughs> yes, I mean, it is. It's, it, it's a painter's dream what is what dream. it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, and there's some nice in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Super nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you so guys cool. – Everything that you got going on sounds completely awesome. I mean, yes. the the War awesome, Hound wow. painting class sounds fantastic. <laughs> I wish I could go. Cat, uh, yeah. your charity fundraiser for the airbrush is amazing. I mean, the yes. Infinity brush is already a fantastic brush as it is, and then to add all the cool customizations that you did for basically no <laughs> added cost—that's amazing. Um, yeah, this is all super exciting stuff, uh, and. Uh, the icing on the cake is you guys are going to start teaching classes again, which is even
1: yeah. way cooler. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I'm going to put you yeah. on the spot, and I'm I'm hoping <laughs> I can get you guys back up to Michigan next year for a class.
6: Absolutely, we've already been talking about it, but we're trying to figure out the weather timing.
0: Yeah, Kat, you're one of those thin blood Californians. I know you struggle out here. I in, am. In the Wait, cold it's world. cold I in
5: Michigan. Yeah.
0: Roman, <laughs> Rick Rick's from Alaska
5: i don't
6: know how you guys use i don't know how you think i I'm, i get there and my brain just goes like <laughs> freeze numb shut down i'm done all right well we can definitely work something out
0: for maybe like spring spring april Mayish. i think you can swing that
6: uh, i, I, th- I think your
0: thin blood can handle it um, i think i can handle that right and you know, if we didn't have to have the classes on Saturdays, I would also love Caleb to come up during college football season because
5: that would be an <laughs>
0: awesome experience as well. Oh, yeah, the going but... into Spartan Stadium, I know that you would love that
3: experience.
6: <laughs> Arrangements can be made. Nice. Yeah,
0: we might have to figure something out because I, I I would love to show you show you that stadium and. And now with our our new coach there, Mel Tucker, I think we have a product worthy of showing someone traveling from across the country to come see.
4: Oh man, and maybe it would be a it maybe it'd be a Harbaugh matchup. Oh.
5: Oh.
0: I, I'd work on that. We'd have to go for two years because we're on the road this
1: year. But uh Wow, this gaming podcast oh, derailed. We're talking about,
0: <laughs> We're talking about gaming. It's just a different type of gaming. <laughs>
6: Gaming,
0: we're all about gaming here. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we'd love to have you guys back. And, and I really can't wait to see you again. Um, I know we got no. a lot of people in this area that are very interested in that one-on-one class.
1: Yes, I am.
0: Uh, and so <laughs> I think that I think that, that would be the way to go for the next visit, just to you know give a lot of people who've heard about you in the last five years since you've taught the one-on-one in this area – another chance. at uh-huh. So I, I think, th- I think that uh, that's the way to go.
6: That's fantastic. That sounds like so much
0: fun. Yeah. Well, well, we'll pencil us in and we'll work on the details.
6: Okay. That All sounds
0: right. great. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. We, we were thrilled to have you on and we're thrilled mm-hmm. to help spread your message about both your events and the charity thing and that charity, you're working yeah. on, which is, which is really fantastic. Cat, uh, a pat on your back for stepping up and doing something to help those that, that really need it. Yeah. Oh,
6: and I know you appreciate your support so much. Oh, our, so our, our pleasure.
0: Our pleasure. It really is. So
6: excellent. I, I love, this has been a fun excuse to catch up with you.
0: Yeah. You guys are always fun to hang out with. I, I, I appreciate our time together. So, well, thank you very mm-hmm. much. And we're going to let you go. It's getting late here in Michigan. Um, and I'm sure you guys have a couple <laughs> things that you want to do before you head to bed. So, Uh, Thanks, and we will talk to you soon, okay? Okay. All right, thanks, guys.
2: Corvus Belly is a company with more than 20 years of experience in game development and manufacturing miniatures. Today, it has an active community of more than 20,000 players around the world that receive support from the company through the different platforms. Corvus Belly is the creator of the science fiction universe Infinity, where you can find games such as the war game, Aristea, the Dungeon Crawler Infinity Defiance or Infinity Deathmatch Tag Raid. And this year, Corvus Belly has announced a new fantasy world called Warcrow. It's
0: time for the news, see? Episode 23 in the news.
1: In Rick, the news? Rick, what we do we have? What do have we have? Something from. Privateer Press.
0: What do we got for Privateer Press? Let me hear it. So,
1: Privateer Press, obviously Mark IV, is on its way out.
0: Yes. Um, as we've heard I, from our insider, Isaiah. Yes. Right.
1: Uh, like, uh, releasing October. Yeah, right after the GT. Yeah, but they're, they're going a different direction with their models.
0: Oh, really? What they're, are they doing?
1: They're doing an in-house 3D print. Interesting. Now, one of the things that Isaiah didn't bring up mm. that I had found online is... Their prints are actually going to be set up for magnets. So in Mark IV, mm-hmm. as I was reading their beta rules, which are on their website right now. Right on. Their mechs, you can change them up. Okay. So when you're building your list, you build the mech.
0: Has it always been this way? Or is this a new thing with Mark IV?
1: At least Mark IV. It might be in Mark III. I don't know. I All only right. played in Mark II. Just curious. Um, but I'd not seen it before. So it's, the head is different. It adds effects. Both oh. arms, you can change out their arms. Okay. Bo- like it. You actually build your mech for your list. That's kind of cool. And with that, their 3D printed models have mm-hmm. the slots for magnets. Right. Pop. I thought that was pretty cool. Pop
0: on, pop off. Yeah, yeah. I think that's very cool. Good idea.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's what we have from Privateer Press. Very interesting. Uh, A little bit from Mantic.
0: Oh, what's <laughs> Mantic up to these days?
1: So for the last three... Almost almost four years now, everybody has been begging and begging for the murder birds to come back. So, the murder birds are a model in the plague force. So, you're undead. You're Nurgle kind of uh, zombie force. And everybody wanted them. They came out in metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they I don't know if they lost the mold for it or something. But they've never been able to reprint them.
0: Oh, yeah. There had to be something. With yeah. Code. Right.
1: Um, so if there was only a very few of us that had them. I have them.
0: Okay. <laughs> were they of higher value because of that? Were people willing to pay more for these models? People were
1: definitely weren't okay. willing to pay for it. Yeah.
0: You can get some interesting kind of uh, yeah. supply and demand. Yep. Awesome situations. there. If you're the guy that has some, I
1: guess. Yep. Exactly. Not a good <laughs> guy that wants some. Um, but they just released their Murder Birds in their resin cast. Oh,
0: super cool. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Uh,
1: I'm sure there'll be a few murder birds on a couple of the tables at the GT. <laughs> are, are they Are they good? Uh, yes. Okay. Um. So one of the things about the plague is they don't have a lot of flight, and the murder birds fly right. Um. And they're fast, mm-hmm. and they can scratch the shit out of you. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I mean, they're right up.
0: Well, they're like attack crows. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, they're vultures that will literally poke out your eyes, which oh, super yeah. Cool.
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. That's so that's sounds, what we that had that from the news cool. from my
1: side. All right. You got anything? Uh,
0: Yeah, some minor, minor, minor news. All right. Uh, we got uh, some new sponsors for the Michigan GT. Sweet. Who yeah. do we got? Uh, We have uh, Tinker Turf. They're, right they're, on. They're Their scenery up. is so fun. <laughs> it's, it's very fun, and they're coming on as a gold-tier sponsor. They're going to actually be supplying uh, a couple tables worth of terrain Sweet. for the event, as well as some prize support.
1: Right so on. that's
0: going to be super awesome. Uh, always enjoy um building and painting some awesome scenery for our games to yep. happen on that's super it makes for a very cool experience for our users. And oh the other one is the M I C A, which is the it's the Michigan Insurance Something Association. Uh, basically it's a um it's on our website. If if you're interested in insurance, give them a look. They're a broker. Yeah. They're an insurance broker. Okay. So they're not an actual insurance company.
1: But they're uh, local.
0: They're local. Uh, very, awesome. very local. In fact, one of our
5: attendees,
0: uh, Justin Messer, is an employee there, right and he on. was the connection that that helped uh, made it uh, Pair us up, which right is on. very appreciative towards him. And so, what they basically do is, if you're in the market for insurance, they will reach out to a multitude of companies. Oh, okay. And they'll try and pair you up with the with, best with the best match, right? For you. Maybe, yeah. maybe not the cheapest, but uh, for you, but the one that.
1: Is going to work the best
0: gives you yeah, yeah. I mean they will do cheapest right well but sure cheapest isn't necessarily always the right choice yeah right you know sometimes it's better to pay that extra ten or fifteen bucks a month for a better company yep. or better coverage or whatever and um, I I don't know if you've ever used an insurance broker before rather than just a regular company yeah. uh, it's a very cool way to go about getting your insurance because you are getting paired up with the best fit. Instead of just whatever the company that you're at is yeah. offering, right? Yeah. Um. And and basically the companies that they work with are kind of almost bidding for your your business, so you can tend to get better deals that way. Also. Right on. So yeah. So. Uh, well, that's really cool. Head, hit the website, click on the link, and and give them a look if you're in the market. I know right they'd on. really appreciate a local oh, yeah. company would appreciate the local business. Yes. You know, in this day and age, um, we can send our money far and wide very easily. And but there's
1: something about keeping it close at home and local.
0: There's more than something about that. It's a bi- <laughs> it's a big
1: deal. It is.
0: It is a big deal because you know your money is going to someone in your community yep. to help them pay their mortgage, you know, or or yeah. whatever, you know, and it's I would way rather see I mean I got to spend the money on insurance anyway. Yeah. It's getting spent. So I would way rather it go to support someone like, you know, this business who supports our event, yeah. Right, than have it to go into some random person in some random location that I don't even know. Yeah. So give them a look,
1: you know, right like I on. said,
0: you got to support the people that support you.
1: Yep. hundred percent. Right.
0: Um, after that, not a ton of exciting news, uh, on the games workshop front, uh, we're, we're at a little bit of a lull. Um, I do know though that, um, they have just started getting ready to release the, um, what do they call that? Like the play pack, um, Organized play, organized yeah. play kit, organized play kit for 40k oh, is right about on. to drop. Right on. Um, I didn't order one because I don't play enough 40k to sure. justify it. But I, the Age of Sigmar one is following. So Perfect. So I don't know. They didn't give me a timeline on that. Yeah. But when it does drop, I'm definitely grabbing one of
1: those. Sure. Yeah. Right so, on. Other
0: than that, not a whole lot of exciting news.
1: Well, that's okay. It yeah. gives you more time to paint. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I need every minute i can get yeah and i we'll talk about that in the next
1: segment oh yeah all
0: right well that's it for the news thank you for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode
2: <laughs> from the grim dark far future of warhammer 40k to the torchlit encounters of the latest dungeon delving board game to the intricately detailed terrain scattered across the battlefield, I love tabletop miniatures in all their forms. I was a game store owner for nearly 15 years, opening my first store in 2007. I've since passed on the torch, and I now enjoy doing what I rarely had time for as the owner of an FLGS. Open and check out cool new minis, games, and hobby supplies. You can join me in the fun as we crack open some games, build some terrain, and paint a mini or two. Find Chad in the box, On any podcasting platforms. Hey Rick,
1: yeah, what time is it? Hobby time. It's it's hobby time.
0: (laughs) It is the time to hobby. Yes. Okay, so (laughs) my fault. A little look behind the curtain. So um, we're delayed in recording for a week. Yep. Because um, some of us don't know how to read a calendar. I'm not naming names. I, three different counters. But there's, I don't only, <laughs> there's only two people in the room and it wasn't me. But I'm not naming names.
1: No, no not no. no names are given. I'm not
0: pointing fingers. It wasn't me, but I'm not pointing fingers.
1: Correct. Okay. I will make sure I won't point at you either because okay. it pre- wasn't I you. appreciate it. All right. So
0: um, we've had an extra week uh, yes. since our last hobby progress. So it might sound to you listeners like I'm amazing and can just crank this stuff out,
1: but... Well, you are amazing and can crank know. this stuff out. I don't know but, about that, but
0: I, I okay. I, I've had, had an extra week, so it's a little bit. They listen of
1: a cheat. to us. I get cheat. to see her and look at it, right? So yes, you're amazing and you can crank all this right. stuff out. You want, you want me to go first? Sure, all go right. for it.
0: So, last episode, three yep. we, three
1: weeks ago, three weeks ago. All right.
0: So I had committed to finishing my unit of ten archers. Yep. And if some miracle happened finishing another 10 archers and getting deep into, if not finishing my commission vulture, I have to work on. Yes. Okay. So I was able to finish the 20. Cause archers. there was a miracle. The calendar fell. Well, okay. <laughs> but it was still within the two. weeks. Yes. In the pretend world that we were actually <laughs> recording a week ago. And it was only two weeks. Yes. I still would have had the 20 archers finished. Those were done by last Wednesday. Sweet. However, I didn't even receive the vulture until a few days ago. Oh, so okay. It, it wasn't even possible yeah. for me to get that finished because I haven't. I've only had my hands on it for like five days. Um.
1: So it's such a sweet looking model. It is a.
0: It's a very cool model. So it is the uh, the vulture. I don't know what it, what exactly is called for the uh, the cruel boys orcs for Age of Sigmar
1: the swampy guys. So yeah, it's a
0: it's a giant vulture with a orc mage that rides upon it. So I've I've just cracked it. Starting just dabbling in it last yep. night. Um, I'm planning on using. Oh, that's one thing. I well, I guess that wasn't news because it happened a little while ago. But <laughs> I have gotten my hands on all of the new contrast paints. Okay. and all of the new GW shades. Sweet, I got the complete set of both of those. Okay. So I'm planning on dabbling with those fairly heavily on this model. All right. Um, it is a commission piece, so I'm not going to be super daring. Sure. Um, but the things I, I am pretty confident that will come out nice, I will go ahead and, and try them out on this. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to do it because, it, like you said, it's a very cool model. It it's is. Super neat. Uh, it's, it's good sized. It probably, with with the rider on it, it probably stands probably eight inches off the table. Yeah. After you get the rider on there. And it's on a, a large, I think it's the base size is it's either 100 or 120 millimeter. I think it's a 100 millimeter base. Yeah. So it's a good size base. He's like perched on this cool log with all this um, like moss dripping off of it and stuff. Yep. And there's multiple banners. And it looks like
1: there's even a skull, uh, skeleton set in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like part of the the rigging for the saddle.
1: Yeah, okay. Right,
0: yeah, it's got all kinds of. Honestly, honestly, Rick, with the uh, you haven't even seen the riders and stuff on it. You're just lo- just looking at the bird portion. Yeah, it's an incredibly busy model. Yeah, it is. So there is a ton going on on just the bird, but then when you add the mage on top of it, and he's got a, like a little Gretchen sidekick oh. that's on there too. Oh wow! And he's just loaded up with <laughs> with gear. Nice. You know, there's they got like severed heads all over the place and you know, skeletal <laughs> remains here. And you know, all he's got, I think, four banners on his back, and he's got a ton going on. It, it's a very busy model. Um, but I'm looking forward to, to working on
1: it right on. The
0: only thing is, is though it's gonna take a little longer than something of that size would normally take me because those things are so busy, yeah, and there's gonna be so many different colors every time you switch out colors, it just adds time,
5: yeah, sure um, especially
0: because. You gotta have you know highlights and lowlights and all that jazz, and it just it just takes extra time.
1: All the pieces,
0: right? But I did get my archers finished; all twenty yep. are done. And then I went into extra credit time since I had the extra week. You did, and then I also knocked out an additional ten uh, Lumineth Stoneguard unit,
1: which looks sweet. Which
0: is actually two units of five, to be honest. It's okay. not really ten, but ten models, two units yeah. of five. Uh, and then I also finished. The uh, also the Luminath, the stone mage who's uh, a wizard that kind of goes along with them, okay. And then he he buffs them. Oh, okay, he, okay. Know, he, he's like a accessory piece, kind of sure. Uh, and then I also painted another model which is the uh, the Lumineth Cenari Caligrave, which honestly, I'm not sure at least in, in the current rules for him, I'll probably never use him, sure. Uh, but what I usually do is I'll I'll paint like 10 a squad of 10 at a time it, yeah. and then i throw a character in.
1: Oh, okay. Right,
0: i'll just do right. i'll just do an extra model, right? Since i already yeah. got all most of the colors out anyway. Yep. And then that gives me just it's just a little something to break up the monotony sure. of the 10 models, you know, just to make yep. something a little interesting. <laughs> out of, right? Yeah. I mean, i don't know oh, if no, you get, it makes it, it Do you makes makes get bored difference. like that too?
1: Yes. Yeah, i get. When you I mean, it's fun Doing that test, for me, it's fun doing the test model to find out what the Mm -hmm. color scheme is going to be. Agreed. Um, But then when you start doing the block painting, Mm -hmm. it's boring. Yes. It it is. It's boring. I mean, it's great when it's done. Right. You look down and go, sweet, I finished it. But I haven't done that before. And I think I might steal that one from you because I do. I like that whole idea of doing a character at the same time.
0: It's just a little something to be a little different. Yeah. Right. You know, so I'm not doing just exactly the same thing all, 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 (laughs) all the way through. So, like, with the first ten archers, I added the Cenari Mage. Okay. And then with the second ten archers, I did the Stone Mage. And then with the ten Stone Guard, I added in the Caligrave. Nice. Right. So, now the question is, is, is what's next? Um, <laughs> You know what? I'm going to hold off on this, and let's talk about what you did.
1: Right? Okay. In your... Th-
0: Three weeks. What three did you, weeks. What did you get done, Rick? Which what three you, weeks actually turned to? into two weeks what, for what me. Did you, what did you commit
1: to? So I committed to actually uh, creating a list for the Marauders for Firefight for the GT oh, because right. I am playing in the GT mm-hmm. um, and f- assembling right uh, said army, <laughs> which I succeeded in both of that. Great. Um, one of those three weeks, the middle week, mm-hmm. um, outside of some life stuff actually was spent mostly play testing my lists to make sure I had the right list. Okay. Um, I, I played it against myself six, seven times. That's sad. Seven, you don't have any friends? Well, not at that time of day. <laughs> I don't know many people that would want to get up at 6am to play a war game. All
5: right,
1: fair, fair. <laughs> Um, but it's also a new game, so there's also not a lot of people in the air right. close right. that I can snag to play yeah, to play sense. test. And plus, the two guys that are amping to play with me,
5: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to play test against them because I don't want them to see what I'm bringing. <laughs>
0: they're going to be there as well. Is what you're trying to say? Exactly.
1: Um, so yeah, I play tested the list, and then the bonus time for me was priming, and then. Almost 100% finishing one model for the paint scheme. Oh, which you showed which, me. Yeah, which he, I brought. She looks very cool. Um, so, I mean, you're a big fan of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally am a huge fan of G.I. Joe. Awesome. Um, specifically Cobra. Uh, G.I. Because G.I. I never a, a, seem to go with the good guys. Right. I don't know what right. it is. It's, it's your personality. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Um. I was a big fan G.I. Joe guy growing up. Yep. Yeah, big time. I had all the mount- all the action figures all and of stuff. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually have a whole bunch of the 25th anniversary stuff in my oh, basement. You? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, that I gave to my son for Christmas. Oh. And let yeah. him open them. And, and, you, like... and you still have it. Yep. Because right. it ended up, after he played with it for a little bit, it ended up back in the box, so now it's back to me. Right on. <laughs> it works.
0: Yeah. As designed, right? Yep, yeah.
1: exactly. But yeah, I went with that dark... Uh, Almost blue-gray, mm-hmm. dark color, but right. with a light blue for the highlights on it. Very cool. Uh, to give it that Cobra look for him. Very cool. Yeah. You,
0: you know, um, idea. Okay. For you, you need to find uh, one of your character models. Mm-hmm. And green stuff his face smooth and paint it chrome.
1: Huh. I think I could actually do that with mm-hmm. one of them.
0: And if you can green stuff like a hood on them, it'd be uh-huh. even cooler, right? Get your Cobra Commander going on.
1: <laughs> so, so amusingly, this isn't my first Cobra themed uh, Warpath Universe list. Okay. Uh, I did so the Enforcers, i.e., the Space Marines, mm-hmm. um, I did a whole Cobra list with that. And I have Destro that I it did the whole Chrome Head thing, mm-hmm. I have uh, Storm Shadow, I have Zartan. I have Zerana. I have the twins. I did all of it with my enforcers. I'll see what I could do with yeah, the brothers, at least with one of them.
0: You just one. You're, yeah, you're just boss, The boss man.
1: Yeah, I'll look at it. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I think it'd be, it'd be pretty good. Cool. If you're going to go theme, you might as well go I all might in. might as well right? go all in, right? right? Absolutely. Speaking of chrome, so uh, the weapons I did on the, yes. uh, on the stone guard are... Yes. Good. So they're done with... The uh, Vallejo model line air air airbrush paint, okay, not the game color, yeah. the model color, yeah, and it's their chrome metallic, which I really like coming out of the airbrush.
1: That look, I mean, I was looking at specifically when I was looking at the right. models, no, I was no, looking no, at the. I,
0: I added an ink effect as well sure. for, for the blue part, but just yep. just the the silver part. I just love the sheen that that gives you. Oh um, yeah, I had it. I had my wet palette there, which is orange. Yeah, and I was looking at one of the and I'm like. Did I get some some other color on the weapon? I'm like, oh crap! And I looked at it, I moved it, and it was just a reflection, off, oh, off wow, of the, off of the palette box.
1: That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was picking it was picking up nice
0: that kind of sheen, which was is super cool.
1: Right on. Yeah. So we
0: got only a week. We only have over, a week to our next one. So expectations aren't nearly as
1: high. Correct. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to do a five man unit. Of Marauders. Of Marauders. Right on. Yeah, because I mean yes. all of my I'm hobby right now. Focused on this till the GT. Focused on it to the GT. So a five man unit, um and a character.
0: So six models.
1: Yep. In a week.
0: That's doable. Very, very doable. Um my goal is to finish Mr. Vulture. Makes sense. I, I think that's about all I can handle yeah.
1: in the week. He's gonna He's gonna have a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. Yeah.
0: Um so I don't want to overcommit. So that, that's what I'm going with.
1: Right on. Yep. That works. Yep. Just Mr. Vulture. I can't wait to see him next week. Get any games in? Uh, outside of the games by myself? No. No? Oh, <laughs> it's been kind of busy on All the right. other side of things.
0: Uh, let's see here. I did. What did I do since we recorded last? Of course, I get my typical pretty Friday average Friday nights. Yep. And I got those in. Um, I don't think I went to any tournaments since we played last, though I'm nope. considering going to one in a couple of weeks if I can make it happen.
1: Oh yeah? Right. Where at?
0: Um, out towards Cleveland, I think. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a hike. So I'm, okay. I'm not 100% sure I'm sold on it. A buddy of mine mentioned being interested in going. Ah. If he wants to go, I'll go. Uh, but I, I would not make that trip by myself. Sure. And then um, I also have a game of Conquest lined up for tomorrow night.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Right yeah, now.
0: my buddy Josh has some time off, which <laughs> doesn't come too often for him. Yeah. Um, he's got a couple young kids. Um, he's he, yep. he works heavily in law enforcement and they work a lot of overtime these days. So he yeah. he doesn't Poor get out guys. he doesn't get out too much. So he's able to to get out tomorrow night so we're going to get a game Sweet. in. Sweet. He's going to bring his 100 Kingdoms. Um I think we're playing 1800 <laughs> 8, points.
1: 1800 points?
0: All right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I haven't played in a while, but he hasn't played in even longer. So, yeah, it's going to be a couple of guys who are hacks at that game. Right on. Uh, but we should have a lot of fun moving miniatures around and, and seeing what goes on. Cool. That'll be my first game with the Raptor Riders painted. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, it'll be nice to see them hit the table and get yep. some action because I put some time and effort into them. Uh, and I will get back to that after my Adepticon project is finished.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. I'm not.
0: I haven't given up on getting that army finished. it's, yeah. it's gonna happen. But it's just. Oh yeah. I don't p- play it enough to have it high Correct. up on my priority list. So that game is actually a really good break from other other stuff. Yep. So if I'm like working on this scheme heavily, I'm just like kind of getting burned out. I'm Like, okay, I'll pick up a unit of this and yeah. work on this instead for a couple of weeks. That works. Um. Also, I was uh, entering some stuff into my my yearly tally yeah my, how are you my doing painted versus purchased all right so today's date is august 10th 10th i'm at 162 so far for this year all right and my goal was 200
1: yeah so i am um easily on pace yeah even with the potential scare i'm picking up a box
0: right and i mean picking, <laughs> the picking up the box part that only hurts my goal of needing wanting to paint more than I purchased. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that it that, matters. It put a
5: freaking deck. <laughs> Yeah, it did.
0: I am like at a, almost an all time low for purchases Yeah. this year. Right. I, but there just hasn't been a ton that's come out that I've needed to jump on. Now, that yeah. being said, the next two ages of Sigmar books are two books I'm very interested in. Sure. Um, one being the Lumineth Realm Lords. Yep. Um, I, like the last time they got a book, they got a bunch of new models.
1: Oh, like
0: they must have got five or six units. Oh wow, uh, in that release. Yeah, that sounds right. Some of them were single model units, but okay. like, like five, it's or, five or six. Yeah. So it's unlikely that they're going to get a, a big, bunch. a big drop. Yeah. In fact, it wouldn't shock me if they got none. Sure. Um, which I'd be fine with because I still <laughs> got a, a ton of this stuff yeah. that I don't have painted. Yeah. Uh, so I don't need the need the pressure of maybe you know wanting to buy some the hot new thing. Sure. Um, so that's coming out. And then the other one that's coming out next is, uh, the Zinch book,
1: oh, which is
0: the chaos God of magic. If if you're not familiar. Um, and so I also have a good amount of them. So I've been kind of wanting to play them for a while. Okay. So whenever I've been at events and I've won prizes, Mm -hmm. if a Zinch stuff has been available, I've grabbed it. Sure. So I... (laughs) talent <laughs> tally my, my stuff and none of it's put together yet it's yeah. just sitting in boxes and then and then also like i've made a couple other purchases where like i already played half of this release like because gw a lot of times uh, they'll do like the combo release for age of sigmar where you buy this box set you get yeah. half Carrot and overlords half yep well Whatever. in this case it was half zinch yep and so it was one of the christmas or no it wasn't christmas it was just a, a separate box so i was like you know what I already have the KO. I want this each, so I I grabbed it. Yeah. Um, so I've done a couple of those kind of things. So I've totaled up and I've got over three thousand points of, of scene <laughs> already. Um so which is great, you yep. know, it's been fairly painless on my wallet. Pocketbook. Right. Yep. You know, because I've I've acquired much of it, you know, For either prize support, yep. support or in like Christmas box deals or yeah. something like that. So yeah. I've gotten a good deal on the stuff when I picked it up. Right on. So, yeah. So I'm hoping that when that book comes out, the stuff I've chosen to get are <laughs> what I'll actually want to play with. Right. Yeah. That's kind of a roll in the dice on some of those yep. box sets. Um, But even if it's really not, I should have enough of a core where I won't have to add too much right to, to really flesh something out that I want to play. But I'm cool. actually, I'm very interested in that because, I like spells and, and and they do spells really well.
1: Perfect. All right. All right.
0: Well, I think that's it for this episode. I think Rick. that
1: wraps us up. This has been a great episode. It has been.
0: It's been a very good episode. And, you know, I want to take uh, an extra minute here to, again, thank Cat uh, and Caleb for coming on. Yes. Um. Really, seriously, if, you know, you're into airbrushing at all or even thinking about getting into airbrushing – Take a close look at the at the charity work that Kat's doing. It's yeah. for a fantastic cause, and like, yes, it is. And like we talked with her, it's just super awesome how much control they have over where those funds they are have going. Control, and they're and putting it in the right
1: spot. They are putting they're putting
0: it in, and, in yeah. really important spots. Yes. Um. So, like I said, if you're into airbrushing or you're thinking about getting a new airbrush anyway. Um, the price, This is
1: the perfect one. Oh, it is.
0: The price that they're selling that for, that's an Infinity Airbrush. It's one of their top-of-the-line models. And the price that they're selling it for is actually less than what I paid for it the last time yeah. I purchased a new airbrush from them, which was also an Infinity. So it, it, it is a high-quality brush that'll do anything that you want to do as far as airbrushing is concerned. I mean, it has the capability of uh, swapping out needle sizes. You can go from a .04 to a .02, and it does either of those sides with perfection. Nice. I mean, it's just—it's a smooth paintbrush. It's an airbrush. It's light. It's versatile. It's of fine German craftsmanship, and you feel that when you use the item. Perfect. Um, so I can't I can't recommend the Harder and Steenbeck stuff up uh, enough. Yeah. Um, and so like I said if you're in if you're thinking about it anyway this is the perfect no one to go for there's no better right reason now. to go and grab it yep. now and you you get something that's especially high quality it's great crafted it looks fantastic and you're helping out people that are just being affected by one of the worst things that could happen to somebody yeah you know and yeah
1: yeah it, I, I mean it is it is everything that you just said and more right Um, and we can't thank them enough for coming on and telling us about it. Oh,
0: absolutely. And, and there's not two better people in, (laughs) in the hobby world. Right. I mean, there, there's people that are as nice as they are, sure. but you're not going to get better than cat and cat. They're they're just fantastic people. Uh, and, and shown by the, all the giving that they do, you know, they both also have full time jobs on top of yep. on top of this stuff, and you know which is crazy, <laughs> right? It is crazy. You know, Caleb, he works his butt off at work through the week, and then he spends his weekends, you know, teaching these fantastic classes. And granted, yeah. you know, there's he gets benefit out of that too. He well, was, sure, he gets paid for it, but still something he doesn't have to do. Yep. And then on top of that, in his free time, quote unquote free time, <laughs> you know, he's. Painting models for all, a bunch of charity events throughout the yeah. year. You know, he he really gives a lot back uh to the community, you know, through charity.
1: Which is awesome. Which is
0: awesome. So take a few minutes, check out Cat's charity. It's well worth the time, and we will talk to you guys in two weeks.
1: No, in one week. No, no. You and I were talking a <laughs> week. The listeners were talking oh, yeah. two weeks. Well, you know, I had to be wrong at some and point you're on break, this.
0: Breaking down the wall, Rick. <laughs> all
1: right. Have a good night. See ya.